6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, Monday, we move into stage one of Alberta's new reopening plan. If vaccine uptake continues and hospitalization numbers decrease, we could be in stage two as early as June 10th and stage three with all restrictions lifted by early July. They've said actually late June or early July. We've heard a wide range of opinions on the plan. Some call it aggressive. Some say it is about time. Well, for over a year now, we've turned to our next guest for thoughts on the pandemic, the various reopening plans that have been presented, conversation about how to get through it all, and really a bird's eye view of what is happening in Alberta hospitals. Time for a checkup with Dr. Peter Brindley, who's an ICU doctor at the University of Alberta Hospital. Peter, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much, Taylor. Always a pleasure. All right. Um, you know what? We first talked in March of last year. 15 months later, here we are, talking about the possibility of a complete reopening in just over a month. What's going through your mind? Well, I mean, just how much you and I have matured over the last year and changed, Jalen. Um, we've, been, we've been through a bunch, haven't we? It's been yeah. hitting a bit. Uh, I don't know whether I get to take sides on this. I don't know whether I'm qualified to, but I'm certainly ready for the restrictions to be carefully, cautiously lifted. We've all earned it. Do you think that this is careful and cautious? Well, I think so. I mean, we're managing. Uh, you know, numbers are still high, but they're coming down. That uh, much-talked-about reproductivity number, that mm-hmm. R number, is exactly where it ought to be and has been for a while. So, I mean, it is good from the point of view that they set the rules by which they would open things up and seem to have stuck to them. So I I don't think they've just grabbed stuff out of the air. And, uh, you know, it's always been about people getting vaccinated and bravo to the Albertan people because more and more and more are and we're starting to hit the right numbers. So it seems sensible to me. Just had an email come across my desk from the Alberta government, actually, and it says as of... Yesterday, 60.3% of eligible Albertans have received their first dose. So uh, we're supposed to go like phase one on Monday. Stage two easing, they're saying, could begin June 10th as long as those hospitalization rates go below uh, 500 and continue to trend it downward. Um, the, the vaccination rates, um, you know, being tied to the, vac- to the vaccine, it really has been something else. Some people feeling uh, coerced into getting a, a vaccine, saying, you know, that's not fair, that there's undue pressure there. I I think it is interesting to see the uptake in the province and what that number looks like. What is your hope as we continue to move forward on this, on this vax, on on the vaccination rollout? Well, the more and more people will. Um, I've long felt like I must be missing something and and none of this is supposed to sound cheeky at all, but I've always been a big fan of vaccines, you know, like so many people. Mm -hmm. I've got 17 or 18 of them in my bloodstream from having grown up and being inoculated to the to things that were absolute killers. You know, I knew people as a kid that had polio. I saw people get whooping cough and measles and all these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And you just don't see them now. So I was always a convert. And I've I, I got to be honest, and again, I'm not being cheeky, but I never have understood why it's specific vaccine hesitancy that people have as opposed to, for example, when I give somebody an antibiotic, they don't have the same antibiotic hesitancy. In fact, they're often pushing doctors to give an antibiotic. And people with diabetes don't say, oh, you're not going to put that insulin in me, are you? It's, 
it's dangerous stuff. So I think, yeah. there's a, I think there's a concern or maybe a, a misguided notion about how quickly these uh, vaccines were developed. But the fact is, is I mean, they've been working on uh, like the mRNA vaccines for, for quite a long time. I mean, it's ever since SARS back what was in 2004, the, the work has been progressing on this. Yeah, you've, you've said it. I've, I've got literally nothing to add to that. Yeah. It's been very, very impressive, the speed with which things have been developed. And some of that incredibly fast progress was because red tape was removed. So there's a useful lesson for all of us. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? How are things at the hospital these days? Yeah, they're, they're good. We're, we're with the risk of sounding like a broken record. We're beaten up. We're exhausted. We've had enough of this. Um, we're still spilt over into alternate ICUs. It's it's very sad that the cases that are coming in now are increasingly so-and-so didn't get a vaccine, so-and-so didn't believe in a vaccine. Um, and it, you know, extremely sad because the treatment the cure was there um but yeah we're just plodding along as we always do our staff are still incredible wonderful people and i'm terribly fond of them all peter does it does it feel like there's finally light at the at the end of the tunnel does it feel like there's going to be a reprieve soon well it does but that's the human condition isn't it we have to hope for that i do feel that way and then people seem to have chilled a little bit as well you don't you know have people when you walk down the hallway anymore jump through a window to stay six feet away from you and that sort of thing so yeah it seems like things are chilling in every sense of the word that the numbers are down the sort of general level of panic is down I mean, let's talk of a fourth wave. Um, yes. You know, let's deal with number three first. But but the numbers are coming down and they're staying down. Yeah, and I, and I think some of the concern is is you know maybe what is being seen as a rush to some some big events. For example, Stampede. Right. You know, can you know K Day? Some of the things that um, that would bring a, a lot of of people together. Your your thoughts on that? Like, I, I'm not going to any of them, and that's fine. I mean, every if you want to go to them, you can go to them. Whatever blows your skirt up. Up, blows your skirt up I, they've never been a fan of them in the first place it's not my just I, I'm not comfortable in big crowds ever have been um, but your thoughts on the on on, on stampede and you know K days just around the corner yeah um, my thoughts my thoughts are as uh, as, as conflicted conflicting yeah. and conflicted as everyone else's I have a beautiful silver uh, rodeo buckle upstairs that was once given to me by somebody I looked after when Canadian finals rodeo was uh, up in Edmonton. So I'm I'm a big fan of Western staff rodeos. People uh -huh. who go to them, I think, are wonderful. That was actually one of the awkward things about the rodeo down in Bowdoin was there was sort of a sense from healthcare workers of, but we love you guys. Uh -huh. Why did you do this uh -huh. to us? Um, so, I mean, I want to go to listen to outdoor music more than you can possibly imagine. <laughs> um, that's the big thing I'm missing. And I want to get on a plane and, and go see friends in Australia, New Zealand and Britain and those and yeah. see colleagues that I've missed desperately. So, yeah, I, and I'm, by the way, I'd, I'd be honest, I would like some sort of advantage to the fact that I've been vaccinated. It has felt very strange for the last many months. 
where I've had two vaccines yeah. and I have proof of immunity because we did a study at the hospital to check that we cool. had the right immune response and it hasn't allowed me to do anything mm. any more than people who haven't had a single shot. So I think I'm with everyone. I just want to get out there. Slow and steady wins the day. Uh, I don't know. I can't say yes, no to Stampede, yes, no to Cadence. Yeah. But but oh, live music, wouldn't that be magic? Yeah, and again, I, I, I keep going back to, to each their own. If you're not comfortable going to it, then don't mm-hmm. go to it, right? I mean, no one's forcing you or no one is, you know, one's forcing you to go or no one's forcing you to stay home. If it's open and those are the rules and this is what we've put in place, then then you move along. Um, I was going to have my final question was going to be, it was going to be, how are you going to celebrate? But I think I know whatever festival, whatever music show comes up first, you're going to be at it. I will be doing the white man's overbite. I'll be up there <laughs> dancing. I'll be absolutely thrilled to be outdoors. Um, the one thing I never did during COVID was what I promised I would do if I had time off, which was learn a musical instrument. I mm. have no musical ability, but I think as a result, I have a massive musical love and that massive Massive musical love uh, needs an outing. So, uh, and I bet you everyone's got a story like that. I think you've put it perfectly that you have to accept your own risks and have your own barometer as to what you will tolerate. And if you don't feel comfortable, do not go. For goodness sake, don't, don't go to something you don't feel comfortable going to. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Dr. Brindley, always great to speak with you. Thanks for joining me. We'll talk to you in a month when you've got that first music show under your belt. <laughs> there we go. Pleasure's all mine. Best yeah. regards, everyone. Yeah, take care. Dr. Peter Brindley from the University of Alberta Hospital. Always enjoy our conversations. And again, you know, saying, he's saying, hey, you know, there's this light at the end of the tunnel. We're all feeling that, right? And I, and I, and I get that some people are are concerned. I, I, I can't stress it enough. And I can't, you know, I just, I sound like a broken record, right? Saying over and over again, you have to do what is right for you. Um, and, and a reminder that no one is forcing you to do or not to do something. And I think that's, uh, that's really important.